so it's so funny is as a guy who likes Star Wars, there's two moments that you actually think about when it comes to Han Solo, which is him getting frozen and him dying. Yeah. And that necessitates him getting an entire movie made after him. Mm -hmm. Such bullshit. (laughs) Disney's an asshole. Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the 35th episode of According to Alan. I have gotten about uh, seven hours of sleep in the last 72 hours, so uh, bear with me. This one might be a little bit of a roller coaster. Here we go. And I'm here with uh, Josh Van Dyke. Hey, hey. JVD, as the kids call him on the streets. Oh, yeah. Uh, so if you've been following what we've been going on, you you start to uh, you, you should know that I've had a baby on uh, Wednesday night, and it was my first, and it was one of the most incredible, wild, anxiety-riddled uh, experiences I've ever had. Yeah. I mean, I've never had the experience, so I'm just going to agree with you. Well, for those who've had kids, you probably understand that it is a uh, crazy situation at all times. Like we uh, we went in on Tuesday night around 9 p.m. We mm-hmm. went to a uh, Green Mile dinner at Giordano's first before we went in. Uh, Amber was two days late, so we decided to uh, induce. It was scheduled. Um, and, man, the induction process is crazy. They start giving you some meds. It starts making the pushing happen hmm. for the baby um so we went in around nine o'clock they didn't start uh, amber on the meds till like 10 um probably I, that was the last full night of sleep i got well i would say that was sparing because dude when you're in those rooms it's amazing how many machines go off throughout the night oh i'm sure the, the one the printer's out of paper yeah and then the other one the iv's getting low and then the other one is like the baby machine is like having problems it's like i don't know what's going on and it's just non-stop uh, and you're waking beeping. up every time you hear a sound oh and it's because it's loud it's meant to be loud right so unstirring night on tuesday we were hoping that by mid-wednesday we would have a baby the natural way uh and uh so we woke up and um, you know, it turns out that it was going to go a lot slower than we had thought. And uh, it was pretty crazy because um, Amber, I, I know a lot of guys, they go out and say, you know what? Um, I have a lot more respect for my wife after this process. And hmm. boy, is that true? Hmm. Because the contractions look like the worst experience known to man. It does. Like, it's just they can't sit comfortable, and it's just, like, almost like someone's got, like, a defibrillator, and they have, like, the paddles on, and every, like, minute and a half, they're just pounding these people with it. That's, oh. what, that's what it looks like in their body, because it's just, like, they have to stiffen up and get crazy. Oh, man. Brutal. Um, so, that was wild. That's insane. Um, and we... So that whole thing went through, and then it got to the point where Amber's like, I do, like, the slogan of the week was, no one needs to be a hero. If you need help, get it, mm-hmm. right? Um, so around, I think Amber was dilated at a one or two. For those people who are in the pregnancy, you know what that means. For those who are not, you have no idea what I'm talking about. <laughs> I had no idea up to 72 hours ago. Um, but what happens is is that uh, it goes up to a 10, Okay. This whole dilated thing. And so one and two is pretty pretty early on in the game. Gotcha. Um, what happened is, so Amber was like, the contractions were already getting intense. She decided to take the epidural out of one or two, according to the nurses. And an epidural is like a shot in the back. The needle oh. is like four inches long. And it's supposed to numb you pretty much from the belly button down. 
Okay. You're just numb. You can barely move your. Depending on how you react to it, depending on how high they put it up, you're, you you can may, maybe barely move your legs. Mm. Right. So Amber still had movement in her legs or whatever, but um, she was not getting any sleep because of the contractions and everything. So um, they gave her the epidural. She instantly felt a hundred percent better. Oh, I'm sure. So that was great. The contractions. She was just not into the whole thing, and uh, she's right. She's like, I'm gonna grab uh i'm gonna grab some shut eye i need a nap here mm-hmm. um to kind of like the last push into like what's mm-hmm. supposed to be happening that night right and so i'm like cool i'm gonna go grab food and i will uh, be back in say an hour right right i don't i don't need to sit there and watch her sleep and you know the pace you're going already it's been it's, slow so you're it, like okay it's no big deal right and so i'm like you know what i'll go i, I could go to downstairs to the uh cafeteria but it's like the cafeteria i had like a breakfast that right. morning it right. sucked yeah. that food was horrible i love st anthony's and i'll get to that at the end the nurses were incredible but the food man was really rough Man, it really was bummer, and it seemed like anytime you really wanted it, it wasn't available anyway. So it was crazy. Not that the food matters at a hospital, but no. So I went to Green is Good by Kate. Stopped by there. Said what's up to her for about a half hour, forty five minutes. Good move. And uh, just just checking in with her, see what's going on. Barb from Off Square. She stopped. She ended up being there. So it was just a good time. Um, they did. They were like, they're like, when's your wife do? And I'm like, actually, she's in the hospital now. I'm like, what are you doing here? <laughs> It's like, it's like, yeah, well, I'm just I'm honestly just trying to give her some sleep, you know. Um, so I'm taking my time, and then I go back. And when I'm walking down the hall, I see Amber's door wide open. Okay. And so I'm like, okay, a nurse is in there or something. And, dude, I'm not shitting you. It was probably one of the most scary moments I've had in my life. Interesting. No joke. Okay. I walk in, and throughout all the way to that 24 hours, it was just chill. It was chill. And then next, and one one nurse at a time, nothing crazy. Right. I walk into Amber with an oxygen mask on, spread eagle at this point, four nurses in there, and her arms are shaking uncontrollably. So it just looks like she's almost having a seizure or stroking out. Like, I don't know what's going on. Right. So that's what I walk into from, like, a nice lunch, you know? <laughs> Thank God I left. Jesus. Yeah, wild. And I could see Amber's eyes. And this like, all happened within an hour. Within an hour, right? So, like, I don't know what's happening. And, like, that was, like, instantly, like, I'm shitting my pants. My stomach is completely dropped. Are these nurses talking to you at all? No, or? they're they're in the game, dude. Oh, my God. Like, so you you know still how, don't even, like, you're just witnessing it and nobody's even, like, telling you what's happening. No, it's like, oh, the, you know how shit. we do those those football games and when something goes on, it's like, you don't have time to explain what's right. going on. Right, you, you just gotta go fix that it. Shit. You just yeah, gotta go yeah. fix it. Yeah. That's, what, that's essentially what was happening. So, it was just, these, these nurses all had the eye of the tiger. I've never met any of them up to that point, so okay. I didn't even I didn't have like any kind of recourse or like any kind of relationship. And then so um, the one that's our normal nurse, she comes walking in, and uh, I'm like, hey, like what's going on? You know, is this about Amber? Or is this about the baby? I can't tell. You right. know. And she's like, oh no, it's about the baby. She's like, it's all right, just the heart rate dropped, uh, and so we're just trying to get it back up. And I'm like, okay. So about a half hour goes through. That made me feel at least a little bit better because Amber was knowing it wasn't about Amber, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So that did, and her blood pressure was low the entire time or whatever. But um, so the heart rates dropped, and I guess that's what happens when she flipped. Is like as soon as like ten minutes after I left, fifteen minutes after I left, and, and I guess that's what they do to like induce this stuff to make the natural birth go. They make you like do like a position olympics in the bed okay you know just to kind of like induce it and make it more natural okay kickstart the body sure 
Um, and so when every time they flip, the baby's heart rate would drop like crazy. It's supposed to be around 130 to 150. It's dropping to 60, right? So they're like, that's not going to work. No. And so um, they finally got the heart rate back up. And then um, for like the next, I'd say, eight hours, every time she flipped, the heart rate dropped again. So we thought that it was going to be a birth. Uh, so this happened more than once. It was like four times. Yeah. So by the third time and five, six hours later, it's now 8 p.m., mm-hmm. 830, when we thought we were going to have the baby by that time. Right. So it's around 8, 830. And uh, you thought you'd be chilling. Yeah, at this point, it's like, we'll be having game time, right? And the entire time, you're thinking, like, I don't know. I'm asking the, the nurse. I'm like, in the, in the grand scheme of things, I want you to understand where I'm coming from. Everything seems, this is the first time I've ever done this, mm-hmm. every scene sounds apocalyptic to me. Right. I need to know what a normal situation is. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you know? Right, right, Because right, right. I don't want to start freaking out or having a ton of anxiety about something that's like a two. Sure, you sure. Because right. that's par for the course. But I need to know what is what is something to start worrying about, if well, that makes any sense. Well, it probably seemed like the nurses were pretty calm. Yeah, but I was talking for the birth. Like, if we're doing a natural birth and, like, shit starts hitting the fan, yeah. I don't know the difference between shit hitting the fan and not hitting the fan. I think, Does that I mean, make sense? I mean, I know I say this uh, like in my head, but I, I've never experienced anything like that. But I think I would judge it based off of their reactions because they've been around it so much. Now, okay. I say that now, and in the moment, it could be completely different. So but. the best way to explain it is, like, we're, like, the video production we did for those football games, dude. Is because if you watch a, like a mistake happening, whether it's like the sound going out in the booth mm-hmm. or a camera cable going out on the field, mm-hmm. don't get me wrong, there are certain levels of stress and anxiety that you can tell the entire crew's under. Right. But essentially, as an observer, you can't really tell the difference. Sure. Between, yeah. Be, yeah, I got you. Do you I see what you I'm saying? That. Like, there's, of course, apocalyptic things that are going on. Because we've had a lot of meltdowns on the football field that never made it to air. Right, and but even if a camera's going down, our engineer is still sprinting to the issue. Sure, even if he it's wants something to get it up and running fast. Worst yeah. case, we lose a camera, which isn't a huge deal. But no, no, there's five other ones to play still with. Still got to do it, right? Yeah. So it's kind of like that, and that's why I wanted to know, like, what is a like? I don't want to freak out over something that's not freak outable. Mm. Hmm. So they were like, yeah. So then she walked me through like step to step, which again, the St. Anthony's nurses were incredible, and I want to give a shout out to two of them. Two of them recognized me while I was in there. Fun. And not by name or anything, but it was just, are you the 219 guy or the Northwest Indiana guy? I think is what they said. So Ashley, who is um, checking us into the the, um, the hospital. it almost I almost said hotel because it felt like a hotel wow. when I first got in there. Um, but uh, she was like, are you, you look really familiar. And then I, it turns out her sister works at Crown Brewing, saw the video oh, that we did. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So, her sister-in-law, one of the two. So Ashley, she was really cool and had a conversation then. Um, after, of course, the baby was born, we went down into the, um, I, I, I don't know what they call it. It's like the nursery, I guess, where all the babies are laying around. Yeah, and it's so, got a war. I think it starts with an I, but I can't remember either. Yeah, so I walk in there and then one of the nurses asked me if uh, I was the Northwest Indiana guy. Her name is Julie, so I want to give a shout out to her. She's from Lowell. Um, hopefully they're listening. And she grows her own hops. So she's wow. she's been following us because of the craft beer stuff. So that was really cool. Interesting. Um, but it was awesome. And then that started the whole conversation in the nursery about what I do and everyone was into it. So that was cool. Um, either way, though, um, 
So, you know, she's kind of explaining to me what's happening and what to expect. And then, um, the, of course, by the third time the, the heart rate drops, the nurses come in and our doctor now is there mm-hmm. who's going to be performing the, the birth, right? Dr. Lamb, who did a great job, um, she uh, was just like, hey, if this happens again, we're going to do a C-section. So at this point, Amber's signing the papers of, like, we're going to get into this and this is what's going to happen. Um, and then, of course, they flip her, and it happens again. And so at that point, it's like game time. And there's a lot of – I mean, when you're not – you've never done it before, your your sensory is overloaded. Mm-hmm. You know, like uh, even in that video I showed you, I felt like my eyes were this big. And it feels that way when it's going because at one point the nurse throws a smock at me, and she's like, it's game time. You need to wear this. Oh, put this on your shit. feet. Put this on, you know, wear this. Put this on the top. And you got put the full-blown th- mask, everything. Oh, it's everything, dude. You're going into surgery with them, you know? <sighs> and so luckily it wasn't an emergency because that would have been a major issue. So it was more of like a planned situation. Right. Um, so I couldn't imagine what it was like to, like, if you don't know whether or not people are going to make it in this situation, oh. you know? So luckily for Amber, she didn't dilate all the way. She got, like, halfway through. And then we took her in there, and then like, and then like, they're like, "Hey, if you, um, we're gonna prep for surgery." They don't really tell you a whole lot. They just kind of like tell you enough what you yeah. need to know. I mean, they they are not letting you do it, so right. And then so they 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 like they like sit down. There's a chair in the hallway. Sit down. When wait for us, we'll call you in. And I don't know if that means after the baby's born, during, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. So I couldn't sit. Like no. that was just too much. It's probably because they have to make incisions and everything when they're. I don't even know what the hell a C-section is. So a C-section is it's right up, right below like the bikini line. Okay. And it's about an at this time I think there's if the changes per person right or per circumstance. Okay. Amber's is about seven to eight inches long underneath her bikini line, um, and it's literally they take out your guts. <sighs> Yeah, and they like take out your intestines and everything. They put it on a like a pretty much a table next to you. What? It's crazy. And then they take you didn't the, get to see any of that. No, I did it out of out of puke. And then so I didn't. I'm not. That's not me. Um. So I, they uh, they do that, and then they have to like because that's how embedded these babies oh, are, dude. Shit. So they got to like take that whole thing out. It's insane. Um. And then so luckily, I think his name was Jeremy. I'm pretty sure. So I walk in and like the nurse is like, hey, if you don't want to see anything, the second you walk in, turn left. Like don't even look up, just look down, turn left, and you'll she's right there, you know? Don't touch anything blue because everything's sterile. So I'm like, okay, that's easy enough. I walk in, Amber's like out of it, in it, out of it. I don't know what I she's like just you could tell she's under some serious drugs, you know? Oh yeah. Her arms are like spread open because like a like a, kind of like a cross because she can't touch anything blue and that curtain is like right in front of her face right so i walk around i see her and you know she seems to be doing good i'm holding her hand and uh this guy jeremy who was doing who did the epidural so i met him earlier okay this guy like i don't know who like what his background or anything is but um he probably has done that thing a million times Mm -hmm. and he had a way of just talking to you that really puts you at ease wow it was incredible wow Yeah, yeah yeah and it looked like he was saying it with conviction like it didn't, he didn't give you. He never no gave bullshit. you the impression that it was like, oh, this is really fucked up, and I'm going to tell him it's going to be cool. Like right. you never got right, that right, impression. Right, right, right. So he was just like being really calm. He's like, okay, so here, and he's like walking you step by step. He's like, you're going to hear a little bit of like a sucking sound, maybe. You're going to hear a little gushing, but then you're going to probably hear the baby crying. And like, dude, as soon as the baby's crying, Amber's crying. Um, that I got a chance to like 
go see the baby on the on the thing and so again you know i'm not i got my blinders up i'm not looking at anything i'm looking straight down and they take us to the machine i'm seeing the baby for the first time and they're wow. weighing her and everything's insane and then at one point they lo- they take the baby and they show it amber and amber's like you know going crazy yeah and then they uh make her go skin to skin so the baby lays on the on the on the woman i guess it's like a psychological thing for not only the baby but for the for the mom as well okay um so they do that and then at that point they're like all right dad let's get out of here so they had to like set her up and by that time i'm downstairs in the nursery for like an hour with the baby but you've already seen the baby at this point i'm going down with the baby okay so i I gotta back up here a little bit so you're on the back end of that curtain yep the baby comes out and you're walking to the other end of the curtain where you see the baby for the first time yeah so let's say what's going through your head facing north at that point nothing because you just don't know what to expect you're just you're just kind of anticipating. Got you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make any sense? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like my like I said, my eyes are huge, dude. So yeah. I'm walking around the curtain to because like say Amber's head's facing north, north her mm-hmm. body's facing north and south, head mm-hmm. head going north. Yep. I'm at the north end, so I don't really see anything. But you're doing all the baby stuff at the way south end, behind the curtain. Behind you can't the, see it. I can't see anything. Right. I probably could if I really wanted to, but I wasn't going that aggressive. No way. And so then I'm like walking through, and then I go to the way south end for the way, and then we bring the baby back to the north end. And at that point, me and the nurse are like putting her on a cart, and we're taking her downstairs. <sighs> So it's like that's an hour. So I'm sitting there, and they're like they're giving her shots and all this stuff, and she's crying and she's chilling. Um, but just a wild experience, man. And I don't even know, like I don't even know yet if it's sunk in because of it. Like I never really had a moment to really reflect mm-hmm. because that I'll tell you the the time it felt the craziest was I left. So I stayed the night that night. Okay. And it wasn't that bad. It was like she woke up a couple times throughout the night. It wasn't really crazy. I got I was able to catch like three hour bursts of sleep. And that that's a lot. Like I didn't cool. realize like that's a lot that's all I really need. Cool. And then Thursday night, Amber's like, just go home, get a full night's sleep. And so I'm like, Okay, that sounds great. I felt a lot of guilt leaving. And that was weird. Yeah, but she's she's in a good place because she's got all the nurses and everything that are helping. Yeah, but it's just it's a lot going on, you know. Yeah. So that was pretty much it, and then I, uh, I, so I went home, and it took me about forty-five minutes to chill, um, and then I finally chilled out, and then you know woke up the next day, got a full day sleep, went and stopped by Crown Brewing. Yeah, I know. I couldn't believe I saw you. <laughs> Unreal. Well, you guys were doing that shoot for the Misbehaving Meads and Crown Beer Fest uh, collaboration, and holy cow, did that smell awesome! Oh, the grains is like the best smell of the whole thing. I've never like really experienced anything like that before, but now I can't wait to try it. Oh yeah, just because be I was awesome. there like watching it happen. It's gonna be really cool. Yeah. Um. So that was really. I think did they say they're gonna do a shandy. Is that what they said they're doing? I'm not sure. Yeah. So that was that was. Uh, so I stopped by there and then and uh, surprised you and uh, Slater and Jameson. Um, who were doing the shoot and just kind of stopped by. They uh, said what's up to the to the owner of Misbehaving Meads and um, Steve, the brewer at Crown Brewing, and said what's up to those guys and um, got back in the hospital. Yeah, hung out um, because we were we could have left Friday night. We could have got discharged Friday night. We decided not to um, because our insurance pays us to be there. So we just kind of were like, why why leave here at eleven thirty tonight? When oh we can yeah, just wait? especially at that, that late. Like, yeah. what, what are you even gonna do? Just go home and sleep? Exactly. Like, you might as well just stay. Yeah. yeah. So we just stayed. Had the baby. That was the worst ever. That was horrible, dude. Staying that night. That uh, f- little baby Brooklyn, dude, for six hours screamed her freaking head off. 
from mm. like midnight to 6 a.m. Mm. No sleep was being done, dude. None. And so I didn't sleep. I barely slept at all. I think I caught 6 to 8 a.m. This is the first time I got a chance to get some sleep. Um, and then uh, we were discharged by 1030 and then home by like 1130. And I went and cut the grass and got acclimated. And since then, she's been much better. She's been yeah. chill. Um, but yeah, I mean, so the local 209 stuff really hasn't been going on for me. No, as no, much. but we've still been, we've still been going. You've been charging hard. So yeah. that was, that was essentially the birth of my baby. Um, but I'd like to hear a little bit of how the week went with you guys. Cause I was pretty much radio blackout yeah. for 72 yeah, hours. Absolutely. The absolutely. only thing we can't talk about is the stuff that, um, we might be doing that hasn't been official yet. Okay. So I just don't want to mention that. I, I, uh, I made can we talk about the car? Yes. Okay. So we can talk about that because by tomorrow that video will be released. Cool. cool. Okay. So uh, just the only thing we can't talk about is the space stuff. Got you. Okay. Got you. Cool. Cool. No problem. All right. So how was the week? So we got to start back at. Um, I'm trying to think what day you left. What day? What day were you out? Wednesday. So Tuesday. so we're starting with Martin and talk local. Yes, essentially. Because you were gone that morning. I did stuff Tuesday with everybody, I think. I think Up so. to, like, mid-afternoon. It's so crazy to, like, try to think back. I don't know how you do this. Like, every single day is so much going on, and you, you have to try to explain it all. And Yeah, well, I think this is the first time you've experienced it, like, kind of from my eyes. We're flipping. This is crazy. Yeah, yeah because it's just nonstop, and it's all about the projects and the work. And so you're literally working. There's no time. You're working all day. Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> it's weird. It's, it's weird. wild. So go ahead. So we had Martin. Uh, he hosted our podcast on. I our saw talk the local. green room live. Yeah. I, was, I saw it while it was happening. So he had a couple ideas. Seeing that it was the the season closer, uh-huh. um, he wanted to kind of just bring some of the crew in on the Facebook live and yeah, uh, just wish everybody a happy second season. I guess for for the talk local. Um, I thought he did a good job. I thought it was it was an awesome interview. It was with um, please help me remember her name, Kathleen Zott. Kathleen Zott. That's it. And they did a whole bunch of branding and marketing talk on the podcast. Cool. Um, I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but I'm excited to. You know, it's right up Martin's alley. Yeah. So that conversation going back and forth. There was a lot of talk about the new Queen Bohemian Rhapsody. Uh, is it like a movie documentary? It's a movie. So yeah. it's played by actors and everything. So. It looks so cool. Yeah. I mean, all I saw was the trailer for it. But. Yeah, the teaser was really funny. I was glad to see that. That yeah. was a cool. That was a cool teaser with I think Kathleen. I'm definitely, I'm definitely gonna check it. Check that. Check that out though. The movie? Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh yeah, it's worth checking out. Yeah, for sure. So we had that. Um, I'm trying to think if we did anything else. That the green day. room was awesome, man. We did. We so we went to the media day for Crown Brewing. Oh, yeah. That. How was that? It was good. Uh, it was me, Matt, uh, Dan uh, stopped in there. We just grabbed a little bit of footage. Slater? No, so, uh, no Slater. What a dick. Uh, Slater, you're a dick. <laughs> I don't think. I don't th- No, I don't think Slater was there. But, yeah, it was nice. We got to go see uh, Nick, Chris from Provecho. Got to uh, hang out with those guys for a little bit. Cool. Uh, How are they doing? Zach they... and Hannah Bryan. Always a good time. Yeah. Oh, Nick and Chris, awesome. Good. Awesome, yeah. I'm going to see them in a couple days here. I have reservations for 15 people on the first. Awesome, awesome. We may not go in all the time, but when we do go in, we bring in the... We we come in in hot, boys. (laughs) Coming in hot. 
I'm bringing everybody yeah. now. But uh, yeah, you better have like five or six of those octopuses ready, if you know what I mean. <laughs> if you know what I We're mean. We're slamming those bad boys. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it was always a good time to see those guys. They're awesome. Um, he was making some awesome pork tacos. Um, I think that's what he said he was going to do at the fest. So sure. look forward to those. Those are going to be great. Um, if they're anything like what I tasted that day, you are in for a treat. Awesome. Yeah, fantastic. Dave Bryan sent me a uh, a text, and it was just uh, it was just like, "What's your excuse for not being here?" And like with like <laughs> like four like laughing. What, you think so you were fun? having a baby or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What an asshole, Alan. It's so funny. Oh, my God. So, uh, yeah, so that was pretty much wrapping up Wednesday. Um, so I know Devil's Trumpet was there. I hear Chris Pearson was there, and he's a great guy. I got a chance to really kind of catch up with Chris, him a little okay, bit. Chris, okay, yeah, that's that guy's name. Yeah, from Devil's, Devil's Trumpet. Good, yeah, good gotcha. dude. Yeah, good he dude. was really nice. Yeah. Really nice guy. Um, I got to talk to that, him a little bit. Um, the Misbehaving Meads guys were there. And then St. John Malt Brothers? St. John Malt Brothers was there. Cool. Um, I think, was it Dan Cox was there for representing them, I think? I can't remember that guy. I didn't really get to talk to him that much. I think Matt was talking to him a little bit. Gotcha. Um, But, and then there was one more. Oh, uh, Carriage Court. Carriage Court Pizza. They had some some pies out there, so that was cool. Awesome. Sadly, I did not get to try any of them because of the keto diet. Oh, buddy. uh, They looked delicious. (laughs) So... It's all good. But uh, it was nice. Got to hang out with uh, Hannah and Zach Bryan. Uh, they gave us some beer for uh, our shoot the next day over at Bozak. Oh. Which was uh, probably one of my favorite shoots I've ever been on. Really? That's cool. It was a lot of fun. I saw the, I saw the finished product, and that video was pretty cool. You guys are in for a treat, because I think by the time this airs, you will have seen it. Yeah, so it'll be being released on the Crown Beer Fest facebook and instagram page probably shared by crowd brewing and shared mm-hmm. by us mm-hmm. um so there's a good chance you're going to see it um and i know john schulteis I, th- I hope that's how you say his last name he's been the guy with uh, bozak the rep that we've been talking to and what a great guy he's he is awesome yeah i think i've talked to him every day this i week. love how creative he is awesome just cut he just keeps coming up with ideas after ideas well, I'm going to stop in and say what's up to that guy sometime this week because I've cool, never dude. met him in person, just through text and phone. So yeah, you that's won't cool. you won't be uh, you won't, you won't be upset by that for awesome. sure. But um, yeah, awesome dude. He was the one driving the car, so he's doing all the burnouts. Was he really? Yeah, so it was him. I yep. heard Slater was in the car. Slater was in the car <laughs> doing intern shit. <laughs> He finds himself in every situation. He is, dude, he's crazy. Uh, dude, what a what a blessing Slater is, though. I, that dude's awesome. Yeah, he's great. He's a great guy. Yeah. So yeah, we got uh, we did. I think it was a six camera shoot on that, just that one car burnout. Cool. So we cool. had every single angle covered. We had the drone up in the sky. We had the 160 frame per second super slow mo of the tires. We had. I mean, it was. Yeah, you uh, you'll, awesome. you'll have seen it by now, so you'll know what we're talking about. Cool. But probably one of my favorite videos we pumped out. It's That's just, awesome. Nah, oh, man. Josh, I love seeing Jameson, it. Dude. I loved it. I mean, Jameson, he's like he's a magician with that stuff, Crazy. and uh, really sets the tone and the scene. And um, I was like, you know, you start to you know what's coming with the burnouts and stuff. Yeah, and like wins that. Like, and, it, and you sets a little anticipation in it. It's pretty cool. Pretty cool video. Yeah, it's awesome. I, it was one of those ones that I had to watch like ten times. <laughs> Just because it's like every single thing just hits perfect. I don't know. Sure. You'll, yeah, but you'll 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 see it. You'll love it. I'm sure. Um, okay. So what did we do after that? So uh, that would have been nothing, at least that I know of, because I think that was the end of the Thursday. I left there. I went to 
Purdue flew the drone. Oh, okay. So nice. there's some drone footage there for uh, Jameson to play with. The Hammond location? Hammond, Hammond location, yep. Okay. Um, I, I'm trying to think what else I did. I've been busy since, since you've been gone. I've just been trying to keep myself moving. It's fun. So. Someone's going to have to do it. I know uh, I sent an email to uh, the guys at Bozak after that video got finished and cool. sent a copy of it their way. So I'm sure they've seen it by now. Um, I'll have to check my email to see if he's responded back to me. But um, yeah, outside of that, then I, I was at my parents' house yesterday uh, putting up that pergola. Nice. Or a gazebo, if you will, in the mm, backyard. That's fun. So that was a good time. Uh, stopped back in at uh, Smoke 219. Um Got a shoot set up for Wednesday. We're going all day. Probably six to six, eight hours. Cool. Just taking everything out and uh, getting a ton of pictures and just getting ready for phase two with them. Awesome. So it's it's everything's going good, man. And then Friday you had the miss you had the crowd brewing shoot, then you were over yeah, at McFly's, Yeah, I knew I was right? missing something. Yeah, that's right. So Friday we went uh, for the collaboration between Misbehaving Meads and Crown Brewing. Um, that's when we saw you. You yes, got to stop in there in and we said what's up. officially congratulated you on on the first <laughs> child. That was awesome. Yep, uh, we did not expect it, but it was it was all good. I can't stay away, dude. No, I know, I know. <laughs> you're not you're not wired to. No, no, no way. Even when I was in the hospital late at night, I'm sitting there just taking as many notes as I possibly can because I was just feeling it. Right. It was nice to get a little distance away from it. I'm sure it really was. It's probably. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I don't know where I was going with that, but um, kind of almost like a like a not really a test for you, but more like a, just to see what would happen if you weren't around for a couple hours. Is that I don't know if that makes sense or not. Sure, I mean it works in my head, but yeah. I might just sound like an idiot. Who no, knows? no, no, never. <laughs> Who knows? Never. All right, but yeah, we had the misbehaving meads uh, collaboration and. Uh, awesome the beer smells fantastic i'm not sure what it is uh could be a shandy i don't remember what they were saying okay but um, but that'll be released at the crown beer it's gonna be released at the crown beer fest and whatever that one was uh it smelled delicious and i'm going to try it awesome because that's my cheat day (laughs) and uh right after that we headed out to mcfly's uh barbershop in crown point now that's one place everyone keeps telling me i need to meet the guys in there it's surprisingly, I, I knew to. like six guys in there. Awesome. My cousin Keith Kruger, he he cuts hair there, and cool. I had no idea that. I mean, I know he's been doing it, but I just Amber cuts my hair, so I have no reason to go in. What's funny is I didn't know that they worked there, That's so I funny. walked in. I was like, oh, Emilio, I know you." And then I, the next person over, like, "Oh, Jordan, I know you." It's just insane. Just one guy after one guy after the next. But uh, yeah, cool, cool place, man. Very very cool. And uh, AC Slater got his hair cut. Nice. Looking fresh, looking clean. boy. So, uh, yeah, so I guess just look for look out for those videos coming soon as well. Okay, cool. Um, anything happen over the weekend? Anything fun? Well, what day is it right now? We're on Today's Sunday, Sunday, the okay. the 27th That's good of know. May. All right. Um, yeah, not much over the weekend. Uh Local two and nine wise. Gotcha. But uh, I mean, I kept myself busy just editing photos for some some accounts that we have and uh, cool. Trying to plan stuff for this week. Awesome. Well, I know we got to talk about that too because there's a lot I've got to do this week now. Um, big week for us. Um, meeting wise, I'm going to start my meetings back up around Tuesday night. Cool. So I'll be back in the swing of things pretty soon here. Um, I'm going to give myself all day tomorrow to kind of really hammer down 
and knock some stuff out and schedule. Like, like you didn't skip a beat. Yeah, well, like we talked before here, like my, my, I know we're trying to really kind of launch this thing June 25th is the phase three of this company. And yes, sir. There's a lot to do to yeah. get that to set up yep. and get that running. So, Luckily, uh, it feels like we're all burning on all cylinders yeah, right the, now. The so. team, I mean, being an observer from the outside, it seems like Martin's really coming into his own. Um, uh, it seems like Matt's killing it. Great Josh is killing it. Yeah. You're killing it. It's been, and everyone is, man. It's been, it's been fantastic to watch. That's got to be so, fun to see. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, it's like when you do this, uh, you, you know, I of course give the most shit. It's my thing, right? You know, right. But when you bring people on, you hope that they give at least a nine out of the ten scale of a shit. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I don't know if it's much. possible to find somebody that's ten out of ten. It's going to be impossible. But you want to instill ownership in this for everyone, you know? Correct. And Correct. so to see that is really fun. Yeah. You know, it does definitely gives me an opportunity to see that, like, it's really cool and we, we're really doing something fun. That's really interesting. You know, um, but yeah, and so that's pretty much all I have for this week. I, I want to just kind of give a shout out to the the nurses at St. Anthony's again. Um, really awesome. Uh, I they're, like, they're, they're a real blessing there, man. Um, they do a great job, and everybody told me how great it is there, and, and that's the truth. Mm. And so we had a lot of visitors. We have a lot of visitors like coming in over the next like yesterday and then today. I'm sure it's just going to keep going. Yeah, I'm I'm trying to get a little ahead of it because what happens is we learned this lesson Friday was when you're in the hospital and then it's like we got someone coming at noon and then we got someone coming at one and then we got someone coming at two and then you got someone coming at three. By the time seven o'clock rolls around, you just realize that like. It, that can't happen because it's really about the baby's schedule mm. and like when everyone's there for a seven hour time period it's mm. like you want to sh- you want everybody to see the baby and give it time but it's really kind of cutting into like the natural feeding time and the natural sleep time yep. because you know she's getting passed around you know right right so it's really kind of i'm trying to get everyone here at the same times so that it, that way it's like a burst and then it's over yeah that makes sense essentially um, but awesome. I couldn't believe the love and support on my personal Facebook. Oh, yeah. That was crazy. I never anticipated it. Um, I think the last time I looked, it was up to 550 likes, the page, or the, the, the picture. Um, so that was awesome. The level of emails I was getting in messages was just um, overwhelming. Little Brooklyn's a superstar already. Oh, she is. They're a little dress on today. Oh yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I, it's uh, it was wild, man. Um, so I really want to thank the community, um, our friends of Vocal Two and Nine, friends of myself, um, everybody that we've been in contact with. They really came out and it was awesome. Yeah, I really felt the love. So Good. appreciate it, and I really wanted to give a shout out to them. Um, and so. Uh, that's all I really have. Nah, man, but it's it's all good, man. You've been working hard. I feel like you kind of not really deserve it, but uh, I don't I don't really know what the hell I'm saying. Are you gonna cry, Josh? <laughs> no, uh, I'm not gonna tears cry. Tears right there? I'm definitely not gonna oh, cry. I you were gonna cry? No, sir. <laughs> not getting that shit out of me. Uh, Damn, no, man, you've been working. You've, we've been working so hard to build this thing in, into what it is. So, I mean. Yeah, I, I really don't know where, yep. where I'm getting at with this, but there's still a lot of work to do. Um, and you know, we're, we're winning little battles. It's nice to we got. Like, I, I really mean this, and we've been saying it the entire time. But really, I don't think you. I don't. I, I really hope you guys understand that when we come back full throttle, it's gonna be. You're not gonna recognize us. It's gonna be a completely different animal for people, and it's gonna be fantastic to watch. And um, if people think we've achieved something at this point, I can't wait for people to see it in a month and a half. Mm. It's gonna be wild. 
Um, we've got so many plans, so many things in the in, in motion right now, um, including there is, I don't want to tell you what space it is or where we're going. Um, I don't want to make it official because I don't want to be a dick and then hey, knock on wood. and then have to like retreat from that statement. But it looks like we'll be moving out of my house and sometime by June 1st. Awesome. Which is five days. Yeah. So if I don't need to add more to my plate, that's one thing. <laughs> um, but uh, my lawyers look overlooking the contract right now, and hopefully everything kind of comes through, and we, we see where that goes. It's um, going to be great, man. Yeah. So that's where I'm at. Um, and did you want to do a, uh, a Star Wars preview for Solo this week? I don't. I can't see the time, so I have no idea where yeah, we're at. Yeah, we're at, at uh, 35 minutes. Okay, maybe we'll uh, pass it. you got to see the movie anyway, I'm right? going to see Solo. Uh, I've, I was told that i got a couple buddies going tonight, so the invite's open. I might go check it out. Okay, but uh, um, so if you can, really quick, give me, give me the top four Han Solo uh, scenes moments of Star Wars okay, that you I love. I would say top four, top four, <laughs> and try to explain them, please. Okay, uh, I would say number one is probably. No, you're going to start with one. You're not going to start with four. Oh, you want me to go? F- well, no, because I'm, I'm, I got, I got a special one for four. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with number one. is probably the most iconic Han Solo scenes when he gets frozen in the black. Uh, yep. That's one that remind that, that that's uh that's a big one for me. Yeah. Yeah. But that's like probably ev- what everybody knows from Han Solo. Okay. I would think, right? Sure. Because you're not a huge Star Wars fan and you know what I'm talking about. I've seen the movies. It's it like, I don't even know what it is, like carbon something. something. I was going to say cryogenic, Car- Car- but I know that's not it. That's yeah. not it. <laughs> I've seen a ton of coffee tables made out of that. That's like when I was calling the other guy Swiffer. Yeah. Well, did you ever find out his name? I didn't <laughs> no, look I it never up. Looked no, it that's up. funny. I never looked it up. No, and nobody corrected me either, so that's I'm going to let it slide. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Han Solo gets frozen in Swiffer. And then... Uh, <laughs> No, so that's uh that's probably the first the first one. All right, number two, number two, uh, Han Solo scenes. Wow, this is a this segment's going downhill fast. I know. I just got to think of like, I mean, I'm sure it's got to be like some sort of scene with him and Chewie the Millennium Falcon. It doesn't uh, happen to be the last movie where he gets killed. God, that was number four. That was number four. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, dude. So, oh, yeah, by the way, uh, was, he, he dies. So it's so funny is, as a guy who likes Star Wars, there's two moments that you actually think about when it comes to Han Solo, which is him getting frozen and him dying. Yeah. And there, that necessitates him getting an entire movie made after him. Mm-hmm. Such bullshit. <laughs> Disney's an asshole. And then maybe when he gets unfrozen by Princess Leia. Yeah, that I remember. I remember for some reason. What's really weird about him getting frozen though is that red light that like blinks. You yeah, know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. how bad the graphics were at that point, but still cool. I was old. What yeah. is, I saw today, one of the Star Wars movies was released like 41 years ago. I'm sure, man. This late 70s. I think 77 oh, or 78. Shit. It just doesn't feel that old. Yeah. Maybe it's just because the franchise did such a good job at keeping it relevant. Well, they seem to release the trilogy again. Well, they well, they, what's taking place? So, like, I've seen a little bit of it from the late '90s. Mm-hmm. They released all the original three again, like remastered, and they went to the theaters again and everything, and like really blew that door open. So maybe that's why it doesn't feel so long to me because I feel like I remember that. Yeah, that was a big one, um, and then uh, and they did a good job of spacing those out too, which is really cool. 
And then they came out with the now the original three mm-hmm. after that, mm-hmm. and then they came out with the back three now, which I think on the second one, right? Yeah, there's one more. Yeah, for a guy who doesn't give a shit about you know those movies, it's I'm amazing. Like crazy how much I know. marketing. No, oh, yeah, it's like every every year there's something coming out. I feel like that's a good move for Disney. Yeah, picking that up. If it's not a Star Wars movie, it's a superhero movie. That's the only movies that yep. go out anymore. But uh, number four is when uh, Kylo Ren kills Han Solo. <laughs> okay, nice, <laughs> nice. So, uh, spoiler alert. Okay. My bad. (laughs) We should definitely put spoiler alert in the description before anybody actually hasn't seen that movie. Yeah. We'll do an actual movie review But that one's been out three months, right? Or three years that movie's been out at this point. Yeah, dude. If you, I mean, and it's been spoiled by way more people than me. Yeah, sure. So, I guess I'm just hopping on the bandwagon. Okay, so um, those are the top two Han Solo moments. Yes. Okay, well, I'm glad you had that. Uh, Maybe I'll have a new top Han Solo moment from the movie. Let's hope so. Yeah. If I, I just got to top him dying. <laughs> or getting frozen. Getting frozen. Or flying around with a Chewbacca. <laughs> that's it. So that's like one... I feel like that's the entire movie is him flying around with Chewbacca and the Millennium Falcon. I oh, think yeah. you can literally put that in every film. I thought the, the only, Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Every film. The only other one I was thinking that I missed is him inside the um, the bar. When you like when you first meet him, you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, that's a cool scene too. Okay, cool, good but, stuff. Is there yeah. anything else you'd like to add to that? No, no, I'm no. done. Okay, um, would you like to tell people where they can find us? Yeah, if you would like to find us uh, across all platforms, we are at local two one nine, except for the Twitter local underscore two one nine. Feel free to message us or comment or like things or whatnot. We will get back to you on that. And uh, if it's something maybe a little more personal or you just want to send us an email because that's easier for you, um, Alan, A-L-A-N, at local219.tv or Josh, J-O-S-H, at local219.tv. Awesome. Great job, Josh. Thanks, buddy. Uh, We're going to do something a little different leaving here this week um, in commemoration of uh, my daughter being born. And I think that's one thing that I'm looking forward to is being able to document these weeks has Mm -hmm. been kind of nice. It's almost like a living piece of history for the company and myself. Mm -hmm. So that's awesome. So in commemoration, we're going to go out with a little something different. And I want to dedicate a little Beatles Hey Jude to her. It came out in the lullabies a few times and... It was pretty emotional. So it's awesome. awesome. Uh, So uh, while you're listening to that, I hope you have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Later. Hey, Jude, don't make it bad. Take a sad song and make it better. Remember to let her into your heart. Then you can start. To make it better Hey Jude Don't be afraid You were made to Go out and get her The minute You let her under your skin Then you begin To make it better pain